0: Welcome to the 7 Days to Amazing podcast, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week. Now your host, Sharon Haver of FocusOnStyle.com, helping you live the life that others only dream about so you can be the best at being you.
1: Sheeksters, I am Sharon Haver, and you are about to be amazed. I have a truly informative guest on today's episode of 7 Days to Amazing, particularly if you love community and want to learn more about building a massive community group on Facebook. Haley Lynn Gray is the founder of the Women's Entrepreneur Network, which has over 61,000 members. She is also the CEO and founder of Leadership Girl and the brains behind the Leadership Girl Live Summit where I'll be speaking next week. Haley is a sales and marketing strategist and social media expert who has started and sold several businesses so that she loves to help other small business owners figure out how to get more customers in a way that is true to them and authentic to their message. Haley is a graduate of Duke's Fuqua School of Business with an MBA and a concentration in entrepreneurship and innovation. She is also a three-time bestselling author with over 115,000 followers on social media and a mom to four very active kids. She's dedicated to giving back to the community and volunteers for several nonprofit boards. Welcome, Haley. I am delighted to have you share your wisdom with all
2: of us today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. This is exciting.
1: It's very exciting because it's kind of interesting to turn the tables and interview you. You've been interviewing me in the Women's Entrepreneur Network Group, and you're kind of the queen of also interviewing so many people in there and, and helping other entrepreneurs. So you want to give us a little fast rundown on how the group came to be and how you started this as you know, an offshoot of your business? Sure.
2: I was working with a business coach at the time, and I decided to take a class. And I took a class, and the person who was teaching the class um, who ended up being a, a business coach later said, you know, if you start your own Facebook group and you run it for two years and do it really well, you know, that will be a fantastic source of clients for your business. And I was like, sure, sounds good to me, why not? You know, and I'm like, okay, so let me figure out some keywords here and go searching. And I'm like, okay, so I started it, and I called it the Women's Entrepreneur Network. And I started inviting my friends and adding people. And then my focus was, okay, how do I grow it? How do I get clients from it? How do I grow it? How do I get people to actually interact in here? Oh, my gosh, why are people not joining? Why are people not interacting? And so it became this whole process where – I really, because I come from an engineering background before I went to Duke, I actually sat down and I was like, okay, there has to be a way to create a process to get a Facebook group to grow and to be able to do it without spending a fortune and to make it so that people are actually coming in and engaging without spamming everything in sight. So it was kind of a challenge I took before me to say, okay, so how can I make this happen? And... Being a problem
1: solver—that's what I did. Yeah, it's really interesting because what people don't realize is that there's a lot of work in a, in a group. I mean, there's a whole lot of mm-hmm. work in interaction. And I, you know, I know that mm-hmm. there's some there's some groups where people just like to really come in and talk about themselves and kind of spam it with their latest promotion and other ones where like the group leader doesn't even show up and people sort of live in uh-huh. it's like in, in their fan shadow of like what would so-and-so say you know and they answer for each other uh-huh. and then there's ones where people actually engage and give things back and forth and and even though you're not on top of every post you're in there a lot and that's you know, it's a lot of work and it's, it's a business group. And I think what people don't Uh really understand is business is business is not a charity. You know, we all work for a reason. So it's like, how how do you manage to keep it going? That it is something that benefits not only your business, but also the businesses of other people in there by giving them lots of, you know, goodwill content as well, which you do. So you're great at.
2: So I actually, learned very early on in order to get engagement. I had to mix up the types of content that I was posting in there and the times of day that I was posting. That led me to actually discover the wonderful world of an auto scheduler um, yeah. online. So you can post on your social media using, in this case, I use a tool called Meet Edgar because it yeah. allows me to reuse content. We do and too. And I, I set about creating a massive library of content that I post on all of my social media. And that helped me grow to the point where I was actually posting 10 or 12 times a day in my group, plus what I happen to come by and do on my own. But I'm not having to do all of it myself. So I'm not spending all of my own time posting in the group or having to come up with the next post. I, I you know I upload graphics, I create things and, you know, blog posts, I pull in information from other locations and sources. And built a pretty massive library. I have over 5,000 items in my library that I use to post. Um, so that was kind of one of the tricks that I learned pretty quickly. The other that I think um, was sort of a piece of genius was that I crowdsourced management of the group. Rather than hiring hmm. an admin and paying an admin to do the group, I have actually gotten about 30 volunteers, and I keep taking on new volunteers all the time, and we have a private group just for the volunteers who run the group, and the group sort of runs itself. We have kind of, you know, a hierarchy because I started the group, but, you know, everybody works together as a team to come together and figure out, okay, so who is going to run the Twitter Tuesday post, and who's going to do this, and who's going to do that? And the other admins in the group really go about policing everything. So the goal is to have enough admins that many hands make light work and have the group in some ways self-regulate and self-grow. So I can come in, I can interact, I can participate, but I don't have to be the one there approving every single post going in or, you know, monitoring every single person going in and doing all that because I know that the team of people that is working on it, you know, they're only doing it casually. They're only volunteers, but, you know, that's all we all are. And so it works for all of us for our businesses.
1: Well, wow, that's incredible. And that, that probably alleviates a lot of, you know, the, the busy work and the admin uh-huh. work and the grunt work that comes in part of any any of this. But one of the things also that I find is so interesting about your group and, and about you is that you have people in there who not only come from different, you know, backgrounds, you know, brick and mortar, starting an online, transferring to online, being online for a long time, but who, you know, they're they're just like, they're so different. It's just so diversified as to just looking at the faces Mm -hmm. in there. How are you managing to, and you do it so well, being able to talk to so many people with a different background and have them be able to engage in such a broad spectrum way? Because that really is quite a feather in your cap. Thank you.
2: Well, I think that you have to understand that in the end of the day, we're all people, and we all have some of the basic same basic needs and concerns. You know, we need to make money so that we can buy food, to put a roof over our head, to take care of our families and ourselves. And while many of our circumstances may be different, our country may be different, um, our race, our gender identity, all of that can be different. You know, I really invite people with a lot of diverse viewpoints and backgrounds into the group. And then I also make a point of keeping a pretty tight eye- lid on you know, anything that could potentially be really divisive. And we watch posts that are potentially divisive. I don't necessarily prevent them from happening, but we do watch them closely. And if they get out of hand, we, we shut them down pretty fast. So, yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely two sides.
1: Yeah, there's no obvious cray-cray factor going on in there, which is some of them, you get these people and you're like, oh boy, there goes that lunatic again, you know, and it's like, no, it's not obvious in your group, that's for sure. So one of the things you do is you said you started helping other women entrepreneurs because you had so many successful businesses and sold them. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Uh your background and how you got into this point? And I, I know it also transcends into your personal business coaching with clients.
2: Right. I actually went to Duke, and I got my MBA in 2013, or end of 2012, beginning of 2013. Um, The thing that I discovered when I was in corporate before that was that I would walk into a room, and I was frequently the only female manager in the group and the only female leader of any kind, team leader, you know, anything. There would be 30 men and me or 60 men and me. And no other women on the line. So I was like, okay, there's something kind of funny going on here. And then when I went to Fuqua, I realized that only 10% of my class was women. And that really struck a note with me. I'm like, okay, so women are obviously not getting the education. They're not pursuing these things. They're not getting the support that they need to become entrepreneurs. And talking to people, you know, I really understand a lot of the demands on their time and the pain points and, child care and everything else, it can be really, really tough to work a job and, you know, do these things or to seek leadership positions can be really difficult. Um, So I I started seeing that very much in corporate, but I also saw that in the entrepreneurial space where women are just not getting the right support that they need, they're not getting information, they're not getting high-quality information, and, I could see that is a real need in the community around me. Um, I started having people come to me while I was at Duke getting my MBA asking me questions about various things with, pertaining to business. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I grow my business here? You know, can you run an analysis of this, that, or the other? So I started helping people do projections and business plans and really doing hardcore strategy in their business to figure out if it made sense. And then I also started asking a lot of questions of where exactly do you see your business going and why do you want it to go there? And what are your goals and what are you trying to do? And so sometimes I would give them a totally different opposite answer of what they thought I was going to tell them. You know, should I grow my business? No. In fact, I think you should do this, that, and the other. And I had one person who thought I was crazy because she was the mom in my Girl Scout troop. And sure enough, like two years later, they ended up backing away from the whole expansion plan that they had approached me about and went to becoming a small, very small business. They got rid of the vast majority of their employees and they're running the business themselves um, because they realized that they were making just more money with just the two of them, and they were with all of yeah. those employees.
1: People don't realize that. Um, I mean, I, I know I've gone through that. I mean, I think every business owner goes through that to a different degree. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what happens is not only are you paying more people to work for you to do, like, the smallest task, but then you're also policing them all the time to see if they're doing it. Or you've paid a project manager whose basically job is to babysit the other ten people who didn't pull through and what they're supposed to pull through. And, you know, it might seem great Amen. to say I have eight employees. But at the end of the day, you're not, it, you, it's just, you know, it's exhausting. It's draining you. It's draining money. Yeah. It's just draining resources and it, and it's draining expansion rather than getting a type shit, type shit that knows what they're doing.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what they saw. So after I start, after I graduated with my MBA, I actually, when I did my concentration, put together a business plan for a home care agency because I saw a need in the community for that. And, I was doing some consulting, and I went out, and I also started my home care agency after I graduated and my father passed away, like, in very quick succession together. And I decided, okay, life is too short. I'm going to go do this because corporate is just not doing it for me. And I started my home care agency in 2013, and I sold it in 2016 um, after my child, my oldest child, suffered a traumatic brain injury. Um, And I realized, you know, okay, life is really too short. Um, where is my real passion? Where do I want to be spending my time? And I realized that what I most enjoy is the marketing and the social media and working with other entrepreneurs, helping them grow their business. So that was where I decided to spend the vast majority of my time.
0: Hey, excuse me, let me jump in for a second. We're sharing a lot of amazing things today, but you know, there's more. If you have a friend that you think will also enjoy this episode, don't forget to share it now. Do you like to listen on the go? Simply download this episode in iTunes. While you're there, subscribe and write a review so we can continue to bring you the most amazing content possible to help you be the best at being you in your life, business, and style. For more amazing episodes, go to our podcast library at www.7daystoamazing.com where you will find episode transcripts and additional resources. Thanks for letting me jump in. Back to the episode.
1: How do you describe most of your clients? What type of, what level of business are they in when they come to you? Because I know sometimes you're giving all this wonderful free advice in the group. And Mm -hmm. I I think it takes a special person to realize, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or you disagree, is to realize that, you know, you can get so much free information all over the place, but to really, really grow to a certain level, you need to have someone who's there focusing on you, you know, and finding the right, right business coach, so you want to just and we was talking about this a little bit before we started recording, if you want to just help people add on that more on you know on what you can get in the support of a group and what you can get when you need a a person to work with or a, uh, a very small group to work with or hiring a program, or you know whatever the options are.
2: right, and I think that that is a really great question. I see a lot of people on Facebook in particular. And also in my group, there's a very large number of people who don't want to pay for any kind of business coaching or consulting, and they just want to get whatever is free. They want to get whatever is fast. And I think that some of that stems from desperation. I just want to make mm-hmm. some money, just tell me how to do it, and I'll get in and I'll get out and I'll get done. Well, unfortunately, I can give you all of the generic advice in the world, but. It may or may not resonate with you. It may or may not actually pertain to your business. Um, It may or may not pertain to your exact location. So there's so many factors that go into a business. And I like to say that every single business is unique, kind of like your fingerprints. And what I think distinguishes me from a lot of other business coaches is that I recognize the difference that every business has and that we are so very unique. And my goal as a coach is to help you find your strengths and really play to those rather than trying to compensate for weaknesses or telling you, oh, well, you just need to go set up webinars, and that's the one sure way to grow your business. You know, set up the sales funnel, and it it will grow your business, because that may not be the answer at all.
1: Right. And and the other thing is, is to set up your sales funnel. Oh yeah, la di da, you know, like hello. That's like a week for each one, of full time work. I know one of one of the things I have, I always say to people is, you know, if you don't invest in yourself, no one is going to invest in you because you could smell mm-hmm. it. You could always smell the tire kickers. You can always smell, uh-huh. you, know, that, you know, the word they use in the old country, schnurs. You know, the people who are always looking for something. It's like uh-huh. it's like the party crashers. You know, it's like the, you always know uh-huh. what the party crasher was, and it's just it it doesn't. You can get a lot of free information, but I. You're not going to get to that next level. And it's, if you want people to invest in you, you have to invest in everyone. And I know what, especially like when I do all my style side, you know, because I also have a business background, but I've been in style for three decades. So people are like, oh, well, it's like fashion. I could flip through the pages in the magazine. Why do I need to hire you? And it's like, I have an online magazine since 1999. Well, yeah, you could keep flipping just like I have a stack of monthly magazines that come to me, but that's not going to, that's like entertainment reading. That's not going going to change your life if you're piecing things together and the same thing like mm-hmm. when I talk about people need a, a photo like oh I can you know I can take a selfie look and you know you have this picture of them looking like they just cleaned out their carburetor and it's the wrong angle and the composition is off and this and that why do I need to have you tell me how to do a photo it's like because that's what you learn how to do on a photo set that's what you do when people are buying into you that's when you're creating a brand and an image and there's a million little things Steps to go from, you know, as you enter a decision to where you want to be. And if you don't follow the succession of steps and you keep trying to piece everything together, whether it be your business plan or your marketing plan or how you look in real life or how you look in photos or your brand message or what I like to call stepping into your star power for your business, unless you understand all the pieces together that are unique to you, just like you said, with your own personal fingerprint you're just going to keep piecing things together and you're not going to be investing in yourself in the right way. And it's going to show Mm -hmm. or you're going to be investing in yourself in the wrong way, thinking that if you learned all the tactics, you can do it, but you're not really learning the soul because you're not practicing it and not learning it from someone who really walked the walk. And so I think that's genius, you know, and I completely agree with you on that. And for everyone out there, you know, it's like, you need to invest in yourself if you want others to invest in you. It's really simple. It sounds like, you know, marketing jargon one-on-one, but it's true. You know, like you've got to figure out where to put your resources to get ahead.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing, too, about working with a really good business coach or a mindset coach or who, whatever kind of coaching, you know, you're in need of at that particular point in time is that I can help you avoid making really expensive mistakes. Yes. I frequently save my clients more money than they ever pay me.
1: No, and it's it's true, and that that's another thing we were saying before, because you know about the people who hired the ten people. So mm-hmm. you can go to a business coach, and they'll say to you, "Well, you know, I ha- I send out all my graphics to this person. Why are you wasting your time doing that? I send out all my infusion cell funnels to that person. I send out my this to that one. I." And, again, they have just the 15 people working for them. But if you're really running a business, they're all you wear a lot of hats. You know, it's like when uh-huh. someone will say, oh, you only know fashion. It's like, I only know fashion. I also used to write, you know, press releases for Mantle Cover Epoxy. It doesn't matter. You're still selling something, and there's still a business brain. Uh-huh. And if you're running a business, part of it is a small business is you have to be able to at least understand how every part mm-hmm. of that business runs to see if people are doing their job or not, to you know what you can do in two seconds mm-hmm. or to, to farm out. And a good business coach will not be someone who has 18 employees who doesn't remember when they only had one or none and who's able to also say, you know, this is, this is the direction you really need to do. Why are you spending all your time trying to do that, you know, piece of graphic when you can just do it on Canva yourself in five minutes? So you know, it's uh-huh. just allocating. I think your personal business hours is super important. Uh-huh.
2: Well, and accountability also. You know. Yeah. Accountability, knowing how to allocate your hours, but also getting honest feedback is so important. I mean, I think that in a world where your friends are your friends, but they're not business experts,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: you know, they're just not. You know, that's not why they're your friends. So why would you ask them how you should price something or what your business contract should look like or, you know, who you should go to for X, Y, or Z? I mean, you can't, you know, do, you know, some of this stuff. And the other thing, it just it boggles my mind because people also will sometimes go to somebody who is really selling them something. You know, they buy into the vision, they buy into the dream, and I understand that. However, that may not be in your best interest if you've got somebody who is selling you so hard on something, and it's really not about fixing the structural issues in your business and in your life and making sure that you've got the underpinnings straight and that you know that, those foundational pieces before trying to send you sell you this massive latest WYSIWYG that your business may not actually support or work well with or it may just totally flop for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what happens is, I think a lot of a lot of people are really good salespeople, really, really awesome salespeople. And you listen to them, and you, I want what she's having, you know. And it's like, how to do mm-hmm. that? And they bought, they buy into it, but they don't realize all the other little things that go into it, and how it may or may not be right for them. And that, you know, that maybe they're just telling you, like, how to look good on video, and you're like, oh, I could, I could like, have, how, to, how to create an online video, and they're like, oh, I can do that, but you, they're, they're looking at great, and they have beautiful lighting, and they have beautiful you know audio and they're dressed nicely and maybe they did go to a stylist or so they had they learned how to do it themselves and they look beautiful and professional and then you do it you're like well if my ad was exact my facebook ad was exactly the same as theirs for that live stream why do they have all these people and why don't i because they're missing that that's you don't have the star power that they didn't sell you because that's not part of their program so you have to understand how to get all the pieces together to Create the thing for you that it best is the most authentic for you, but still puts you in that way that when you're coming down somebody's feed and Facebook for instance, that you look real, you look on the mark, you look professional, you look Mm -hmm. aspirational, you look like something someone wants to buy into. And that doesn't always come from somebody who's an awesome salesperson, you know, because that awesome salesperson has very selfish motives just trying to sell you their one specific how to do a better webinar today. You know, here's the 10 tactics, but there's Uh a million that, that go into it. And then conversely, there's also the people who buy into these big branding shoots and they have these like fantastic photographs of themselves lounging on the beach eating a macaroon with a green juice in one hand and wearing a fluffy dress and they're all done up and they have the life you aspire to and the Eiffel Tower and the picture of Paris in the background and they come out and they say, I was born yesterday but I made $40,000 this weekend, come and buy my program on how to, you know, make your kid look like a star on Instagram. You're like, wow. And you know, most of that is like bullshit too. So it's just a matter uh-huh. of, of finding when you are looking for someone, I think as a, as a coach and, you know, sniffing uh-huh. out all the other extras and finding the person who's, who's real, who, who's walked the walk, who's not telling you their latest of 90,000 programs, but they're selling you that because it truly worked and they're not you know, a salesperson only, and they're not somebody's fantasy image, but they, you know, they're the best at being them, and they've walked their walk. So I, I think you're mm-hmm. awesome at that. Also, I just think well, that, you, you, you know, yeah, because you do have a real business background. And there's, you know, maybe I, I'm, maybe I'm prejudiced, because I have a business background. But I think that if you're hiring a business coach, or you're taking advice from a business person, you want someone who has not only concrete information, but also academic information as well, that, you know, they uh-huh. they get it from all sides. Yeah, they get
2: it, they've done it, they've lived it, they've gotten the education, and they've got the scars to prove it.
1: Yeah, and there's scars. Nobody, you know, this, I, you know, I woke up Gosh. yesterday and made $40,000. Everybody comes with scars. So, you know,
2: all that stuff is like, whoa. Everybody has scars. And well, learn and grow. And $40,000, you know, what they're not telling you is, yeah, you know, I'm in the middle of a launch, and it was my last week of a launch. It took
1: me six months to make $40,000, and um, it cost me $80,000 to make it. Uh So there you go. So – you're having something really awesome next week. You're starting starting something. This is the Leadership Girl Live Summit, which is I'm speaking uh-huh. at. I'm going to actually be talking about something that's, um, I'm going to be launching it there, which is kind of exciting. And you want to tell me a little uh-huh. bit about what's at the summit and the other speakers and how we came to be? Because I mean, it's, So much work—it's monumental to put to put something of that scope together live and to get so many attendees. Do you want to just like help everyone out and tell us a little behind the scenes of what's going on there? Sure.
2: It's the Leadership Girl Live Summit, September twenty second through the twenty fourth, in Durham, North Carolina, at Doyle's Vineyard, and we have, I believe, seventeen speakers lined up, and. we have people flying in from all over the country as far away as California. And it's going to be really kind of an amazing event because it's a fun, exciting, not stuffy learning and networking and business building kind of a weekend. Uh, and it includes kind of some really unique and different aspects from really amazing food to a drumming circle to a self-defense workshop to some icebreaking, live music, um, just a lot of different components that are going into it that I think are going to be a lot of fun here, and it just it's a unique event, really aimed at helping people grow their business. And
1: and, and I think you know. Coming from the people in the group, I just think being in a room of people who do all want to actively grow their business and are there to really do it rather than just saying, well, oh, I want to grow my business and do nothing about it. I just think the energy of being in a room like that is fantastic. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I mean, there, there is something that is unique to being in a room with people that you don't get from watching a Facebook Live. Now we are selling live streaming tickets, so if you're not here locally you can buy the tickets. Um, But I do think that, you know, while the learning will still be the same from the speakers, you're not going to be able to get that, you know, I'm rubbing elbows with these people and really getting to know them aspect. And I think that that's one of the most powerful pieces of it is the collaborations that are going to come out of doing a three-day weekend. absolutely i mean it's just there's so much first of all you meet you when you're
1: friendly with someone in a facebook group they're just somebody else in your feed when you meet somebody at a live event you you remember who they are and i mean people comment Uh they respond i mean you create a different bond there's nothing there's nothing that beats human connection (coughs) excuse me and i i just think it's fantastic to be there and i highly encourage everyone to you know if you if you can get to Durham, that's fantastic. If not, get to the live stream. But there's so much information there. And I, I've seen the list of the other speakers on the business level. It really will take you to so many somebody- so many different levels of of increasing your business on so many different fronts. And I'm thrilled to be there. And I'm all excited about this presentation I'm doing, particularly since you told me there's no slides and it's new and I'm like, okay, so we're all going to be learning this together. And one of the things that I love about that, Uh because there are people there and it's energy and everything I think will have the energy and the, the communication and the repartee of going back in a live audience. And that is just so you you can't bottle that stuff up, you know, you can't bottle that energy uh-uh. up. So I, I think everyone should be there. And I'm excited to, to be part of that and to, to go back and forth with everyone and to be there and ask questions. And I know there's a Friday night of kind of a meet and greet before, and to, you know, the presentation. So I'm all uh-huh. excited and hope to meet you people there too. So um before we end this, one of the things I like to ask everyone is, and I, I know your events in a week, so maybe you could switch this in a different way. It's like, what, what are three, three or so, a handful of takeaways, whatever you think fits, that someone can make their life more amazing in the next seven days.
2: Three or four takeaways. Well, I think that registering for the Leadership Girl Live Summit, if <laughs> only the virtual tickets, is going to be one of the things I tell you because learning. Is life to me and this is really an awesome opportunity for learning and getting so much information Um, I I can't begin to recommend that enough I'm sure this the second one will probably surprise you focus on taking care of yourself a lot of people look at me and think that I don't ever sleep because I have this great poster called meet Edgar that makes it look like I'm up and awake Mm -hmm. all the time but I actually really love my sleep and it is important to me. So taking time for yourself, sleeping, eating well, you know, doing the things that you need to do, meditation, exercise, those are so important for life, for business, for everything. You can't support anybody else if you're not taking good care of yourself. So. You know, it may only start with, hey, I'm going to drink more water this week. But it's amazing how much better you're going to feel in a week if you just drink another glass of water each day. Um, You know, so it's that little teeny tiny step. It doesn't have to be, you know, moving Everest in a single weekend. Um, You know, and really as far as, you know, making your life awesome in the next week, set yourself a goal for something that you want to learn or do and do it. Little goals are beautiful things. Life is made up of a bunch of little goals because that's, that's really how you climb Everest, one footstep mm-hmm. at a time.
1: And, you know, that's funny that you said that because we've had Allison Levine on here, and Allison is a leadership keynote speaker from Duke, and she's climbed Everest Twice.
2: So
1: there you go, people. This is true. And if you want a, re- a whole related podcast episode on that, listen to Allison. That's cool. I know. I, I have actually, I was we saying at one point, I feel like on the seven days to amazing podcast, we've had so many wonderful people from Duke. We've had Allison Levine mm-hmm. and her, you know, climbing Everest. We've had Dory Clark, who also is an instructor there. And we have you. I just think it's just amazing. So one more goal. Cause yeah, that's a little goal. You only, you get to ever ever Everest one footstep at a time, one foot in front of each other. Uh-huh. Yep. So, so, so that's, awesome. Hmm? that's awesome. Yeah, one little
2: yeah. footstep at a time.
1: And you get to the top. So, I think that's great, and I want to thank you for being here, and once again, give people the URL, if they are listening on iTunes, on where, how they can get to you and to Leadership Girl, what's the best way to find you?
2: the best way to find me is leadershipgirl.com. I know that that's really complicated, right? But my website is leadershipgirl.com. And if they want to join the group on Facebook? Women's Entrepreneur Network. It's the big one with 61,000 members. Wow.
1: So thank you so much for being here. And um, it's been great. I can't wait to see you i actually get to meet you in the flesh see what the benefit is of having an online group i get to meet you in the flesh next week isn't that great we finally have a live
2: event to see each other i'm so excited it always excites me to meet people in person it's it's one of the best aspects of what i do
1: i know to give people a real hug (laughs) you can't Mm -hmm. beat giving people a real hug So thank you all and everyone. I hope that, you know, if you enjoy this episode or you know someone who will benefit from the episode, from all of Haley's Wisdom, or who you think would, you know, also benefit from listening to to the lineup at the... summit don't forget to share this on itunes share it on facebook we love it download everything on itunes so you can listen again on the go to all the gems and talk to you guys soon see you around if you're new to me on focus on style you'll have a little clip right after me telling you how you can go and sign up and not miss any of these fantastic episodes so see you guys soon bye bye thank you thank you Haley.
0: that's a wrap well not so fast We covered a lot of amazing things today, but what's your biggest takeaway from this episode? Hop on over to www.focusonstyle.com to leave a comment and keep the conversation going. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to become a Focus on Style insider. Not only will you get instant access to the Star Power Flash Kit curated to help you and your business get out there, but as an insider you'll also receive exclusive bonuses amazing content and access to special events that Sharon only shares by email subscribe now at www.focusonstyle.com/insiders it's your time to be the best at being you so don't forget to subscribe at www.focusonstyle.com/insiders see you on the next episode of the 7 days to amazing podcast with Sharon Haver where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week.